Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. Have you ever felt like your mind was a prison? Maybe even that you built yourself, that you you had put these stories in your mind or these rules in your mind that just kept you stuck. Well, we have Luke Harlan here today to help you get unstuck. Hello, Luke. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here on this wonderful day. Okay. So when I when I found you in the wide world of the internet <laughs> with me, you talk about mind freedom, right? Mindset freedom, yeah. What is mindset freedom? Well, it's really giving yourself permission uh, to address the world and yourself by freeing up how you think and how you act from the stimuli that comes in and taking control of of your emotions and separating those emotions out to are they going to serve you uh, or are they going to stop you from creating your best life? Uh, So it's really taking control of that thought process where we have a thought, we have an emotion and we wash it against our belief system or what we believe to be true. Uh, and then we make a decision and we have an action and then we get an outcome. But if we're continuing to have the same outcomes that aren't serving us, we've got to kind of take it back upstream and really take uh, ownership of how we either intelligently respond to what's happening to us or emotionally react, which is often throwing gasoline onto the fire. You said something that I love so much. Is it going to serve you or stop you? Right. And so I think about like your emotions and making sure, well, I call them emotional elephants. Right. And if the sure. emotional elephant is in front of you and you just keep feeding it like that fear and that, that yeah. scarcity, and if you're, if you've got an elephant in front of you, you're getting your face smacked, you're getting pooped on, like nothing good yeah. is happening with, uh, you know, you want that elephant behind you, you want to be leading it. And as I heard you say, serve you or stop you, if there's an elephant in front of you, a fear, or limiting belief, it's stopping you, right? Absolutely. And but the thing is, is a lot of times we just exacerbate what that the elephant's really a mouse. And we kind of like give it this power and it gets bigger and bigger and becomes insurmountable or overwhelming. And then we procrastinate, we hesitate. But then if we finally have the courage to kind of address it, we realize it wasn't a big deal and we kind of get past it, but we forget those little wins and we kind of get in these cycles. And it's one of those things that we're creating the issue in our mind because it's happening nowhere else. Um we're creating the issue in our mind. I just want everybody to just hear that and hear his wise words. Um, because that is what I think people who have overcome it mm-hmm. to some extent, right? I, I, you and I are not perfect at it, I'm sure, but we work to be more perfect at it. Right. Sure. And, you know, I think I, I, I just, it's so sad to see people stuck in their own prison. Right. It is. And this is why the permission is key, because they don't realize that it's not something that they started out with. It, it you know, happens from birth to childhood, and especially as a child, is we get literally programmed in our belief sets because we're too young to define them and create them ourselves. And those beliefs are, inst- you know, instilled and installed, literally installed in us from our family, our community, the TV, our relationships, our parents, every, everyone, any authority, we just take to be as true. Before we start getting into about seven or eight years old and our brain's able to have some critical thinking and some pushback to ascertain what, you know, what is the reality of it, all the truth before then is just what gets programmed. Kind of like a computer. If you go to the store and you buy a computer, it has an operating system. It's already pre-installed. It's just 
And all those beliefs we react upon in our subconscious matrix. So something comes in, we wash it through our subconscious belief sets and assume it to be true and then take actions. But when we have something that's limiting and we don't realize it's limiting, that's when the work I do with our clients is to go back in and identify by becoming self-aware and saying, well, wait a minute, if this is not serving me, how do I change those beliefs by either verifying and validating that they're they're things that I want to embrace that's going to serve me future in my adult life, my goals and visions, or what's holding me back? What is it? Is it a scarcity mindset? Is it a fear about money or getting close or a rejection of love or intimacy? Like what is it intrinsically that I saw or experienced in my belief sets that don't serve me now? Now because I witnessed um, you know, my parents arguing or heard, you know, uh, money is evil or rich people are bad. And even though I aspire to have wealth so I can do good and have the financial freedom to, you know, do things for others because money is just a tool, how you use it, that's a different question. But it's one of those things that if you don't have the, the, the ability to look at your, those things and challenge them, uh, then they're subconsciously always going to, um, you know, create obstacles for yourself and you'll sabotage yourself. Even if your conscious mind is like, oh, I want to achieve this. Um, you're just going to be holding yourself back. And there's that um, incongruence. Uh, you're all, there's, there's that friction. And in that friction creates insecurity and fears and hesitations. And that snowballs into identity where we're not feeling that we're enough. We're not good enough. We're not capable enough. And these are just all things that are, like I said, they're just swimming in your head that you can control once you learn how to dissect them through kind of a framework that I put my clients through. Uh, but no one teaches this. We're, you know, no one teaches you how to utilize your mind and your brain and all our capacities and all this, you know, amazing things. It's like you are more than enough as you are. So you're not broken. We just need to go back and uninstall the things that aren't serving you because what can be done can be undone. That's the beauty about our brains and our minds. I, we are just dead on. Uh, so one of the things you don't know, Luke, in my program, the very, one of the very first things we do is we learn to write our self permission notes. So like, dear yeah. Sarah, I give you permission to break up with those beliefs, like love Sarah, just like for our kids, you have for my daughters sure. at the zoo today, you dear um, teacher, my daughter has permission to go to the zoo today on the field trip, right? Um, so I what heard. are your, some of your favorite uh, tools for giving, learning to give yourself permission? Well, it's, it starts with self-awareness. It's literally becoming, it's stepping outside your body and being an observer of your life first. That's like the first instruction. Uh, but, you know, after identifying what is kind of the hot button, the issues and the pain points with our clients, when they go through that self-evaluation, once they identify what is the real thing that's causing friction, discord, uh, you know, fears, hesitations, just that, you know, anxiety or depression, once they identify that, then we teach them the methodology of being self-aware, stepping outside them and just witnessing what's happening in their life impartially, without emotion, without judgment, and just seeing it for what it is because nothing has anything until we apply something to it. It just is. Then we just assign feelings and we assign judgments and we assign outcomes um, based on the collective uh, you know, thoughts and beliefs that we have. So that's the first step is just, hey, take a step back, just imagine you're watching yourself and then see the interactions because you can see them more clearly. The hardest thing that we can ever try to do for ourselves, and that's why there are coaches and courses and mentors and people to assist you, is we can't give ourselves clarity, insight, or perspective. And But by having some separation and by finally seeing something from a different perspective, which requires getting more knowledge, because once you expand your learning and you learn something new, then you have the ability to think outside the confines of the outcomes that were limited because you only had a finite amount of information. It's like 
if you had 10 Legos, what can you build? What if you had a hundred Legos? What about a thousand? You know, the creativity, the possibilities, all those things sort of open up. So yeah, the self-awareness is the first mindset shift out of five. There are five critical mindset shifts I take our clients through. But that's that first one is self-awareness because you have to evolve into what's called going from the incompetent, the unconscious incompetent to the conscious incompetent. And what that means is you're finally able to say, hey, wait a minute, I don't know what I don't know. And when you put yourself in that position that you don't know what you don't know, you're willing to learn. You're open. If you're open and curious to learn because you know you don't know something, that's your first stage into getting help and getting direction and getting perspective and clarity and insight that's just going to open up. Then you can't unsee some of the things that are happening in your life. And that's where you start challenging that story we tell ourselves because we're only using a few of the puzzle pieces that only come out with the same picture. The more we add the pieces, we can create different pictures. So Luke, do you know anyone who has completely transformed their life completely on their own without help, without that perspective? Because I don't, right? And that's something I do want to say out loud. The the more successful I get, the more help I hire, right? The more help I get. Absolutely. And it's that vulnerability that you have to embrace as a strength and not a weakness. Um, and that's, that's, that's an impasse. That was the turning point in my life um, was, you know, especially, you know, kind of the male bravado or the ego, you don't ask for directions, you do it on your own, you suck it up, you, you're supposed to intuitively know how to do these things. And one thing that, you know, was, I got really embraced was a quote that I actually use in some of my media um, from Einstein, it says, we can't solve the, the problems with the same level of thinking that created them. And, Wait, that's in my new book. <laughs> and then, so that's that. It's one thing I gravitate toward because, it, again, it was one of the. It's it's something that there was also an, another great uh, thing which I learned um, from a guy named Jim Detmer who had the fifteen commitments of conscious leadership, uh, and it was a complete paradigm change of how I viewed the world. Which was there's a statement saying that uh, if you embrace that the world is happening for you and not to you. Life is happening for you and not to you. You take yourself out of the victim methodology to the victor. You start assuming, you know, accountability and ownership of your life and your ability to change. But to your initial point is that if we don't have new information, if we don't have guidance and structure from other people, we can't fix it. It's like it's um, it's like correcting. Uh, it's like proofreading a paper or an article we write. We're not going to see the missing words and the mis, you know, misspellings and the punctuation or something because our brain's going to fill it in. We're, we can't see it. We, it's just impossible. We're too close to it. We need that outside help. And I think too many people are wrestling kind of with that ego or feeling that, hey, you know, I'm embarrassed because I don't know. You started as a child. You didn't know anything. You were taught. You embraced learning and creativity and discovery. And I, this is where I think we've gotten really far, far away from our childhood uh, yearnings, which is, our ability to grow requires us to learn, and we can't learn from ourselves with a finite amount of information. We need new information. And the last thing I'll say is that why we don't have the time, the resources, or the patience to traverse the minefields by ourselves. We just don't. So why not follow in the path of someone who's successfully navigated it? Because they're out there. The coaches, the consultants, the courses, the material, the videos, the podcasts, they are so abundant, but you've got to be willing to kind of drop the the story. You got to be willing to be vulnerable and raise your hand and say, I'd like some help. And I can tell you right now, the most successful people are the biggest givers in the world. They can't wait to help you. 
I love helping people. I love paying it forward. And it comes back to my second favorite quote from Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar, which was, if you help enough other people get what they want, you will always get what you want. And like, those are, that's, those are the two things that I embrace is how can I become better and more value and who can I serve? And that's what gets me up in the morning. I want to add to your list of quotes, literally that Einstein quote you said <laughs> was in my book. And that's why I knew as soon as we had so much synergy uh, when I found you and wanted to have you on here. Um, and it's a quote by Frederick Douglass that said, God started answering my prayers when I started moving my feet. Oh, that, that embraces the whole point of action. It reminds me of the Dr. King statement is you don't need to see the whole staircase. You need to take the first step. It's all about taking action and in, in faith and belief. You're, it'll prove itself once you get in motion. Nothing's going to come towards you. The universe will not meet you halfway until you move towards it and until you declare. And so many people, and that's the worst thing. The, the biggest hangup I see with so many people is, is the difference between motivation and transformation is when they make a decision, but they don't take any action towards it. They feel good temporarily. They take a course, they go to a rah-rah thing, they get super inspired, they read the coffee mug meme, and they're like, yes, I'm going to I'm gonna get healthier, I'm going to do this in my business, I'm going to spend more time with my family, I'm going to do all these wonderful things, and they instantly get the endorphin rush and the dopamine, and they feel great, and then they go back to the same routines, habits, and behaviors that aren't getting them there. They don't, they're not taking the action, and a lot of times the inaction is because they don't have a plan and they don't have that clarity and insight. They need that direction. They need that structure, and they can't give it to themselves, and that's why I always encourage, there is someone else who figured it out. There okay. are thousands of others that figured it out. Why go through the frustration? Just raise your hand and say, hey, we're asked the question. Start asking the right questions. Who can help me? What do I need to learn? What do I really want? Why do I want it? Now, what do I need to do to achieve it? And that how piece the how piece is out there, but internally you have to make the decision of why you want it and what you want. So figuring out the who piece before you try to figure out the how piece, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. How will reveal itself. Too many people, too many analytics, too many entrepreneurs, too many people looking for success are, are, are looking for the widget. They're looking for the tool and the tactic and it all it's inside out. There's only three things in life. There's mindset, there's skill set, and there's tool set. Skill sets and tool sets are acquisition based. You can go skill up anywhere. You can get a new, you know, you can learn a new skill. You can acquire a new tool. But mindset is the internal work. Unless you're ready to be clear, to adapt and adopt, to open and learning and growing, unless you've resolved the subconscious living beliefs, unless you've given yourself permission to become your best self, to evolve into the person that can achieve everything you say you want to happen and get really clear on that and focus on that internal work, then it doesn't matter about the skills or the tools because you're not going to execute fully. You're going to hesitate. You're going to pull back. You're going to be fearful. You're not going to put yourself out there. You're going to misalign. No CRM, no magic marketing piece, no leveraged poise, no skill that you have is going to save you or your business. No, they're not going to rescue. They're inanimate objects. Only you can do that. Like you've got to change yourself first. And that's where mindset, because mindset is applicable to everything. If you're not 100%, you're pouring from an empty cup. You can't give to others. And you show up in every area of your life, whether it's business, finance, uh, religion, community, um, family, friends, whatever it is that you show up, if you're not 100%, you can't give to others at 100%. So that's where we need to write our ships. But it's, it's, but it's not sexy. It takes work. 
It takes confronting <laughs> the mirror and looking at our warts and dealing with our past and letting stuff go and giving our and giving ourselves permission to do that. But it's scary. It's like hiding from the bill in the mail. Like we don't want to address our stuff, but if you can find the courage and get help to address those things, you will grow through what you go through. And that's going to make you, you're going to get that resilience. You're going to get that thicker skin. You're going to buff up that belief system, that ability, that grit, that tenacity, that fortitude. So when something else comes your way, you're, it's, it doesn't matter how horrible it is because yes, life can be pretty oppressive sometimes. You're going to say, you know what? I, I've got this. I can handle this. And if I can't do it on my own, I can get help from others because I know someone else has, you know, traversed this before. So that's really kind of where we, we start is mindset. And then we build on with a skill set and tool set. And those are things that anyone can acquire because information is abundant, but information is useless without execution. A library has never affected the world. It's people taking action on the information that makes it come real. So you can know everything in the world, but if you're not implementing it, you may as well not know it. It doesn't have any purpose. So that's, that's where I feel you're a brother from another mother. I mean, I mean, I know people are just like, yep, yep, yep. Please tell people where they can find more about you, more about how you help people free mindset. Sure. It, easy enough. It, simply just go to LukeHarlandCoaching.com. Uh, so L-U-K-E-H-A-R-L-A-N Coaching.com. And on there, I have a free, I have a free masterclass, which is uh, a half an hour free masterclass where you can go through and learn about the five critical mindset shift to creating your best life. That gives you a broad overview. Obviously, we have newsletters and other resources and information you can learn about me or follow me on social media, but that's the best place to start um, because I just want you to get an idea of what's out there and what's available to you. And the number one thing is that you have you are more than enough as you are right now. It's just you don't know what you don't know, but once you do, then you can take that action if you're going to invest in yourself and find out what resources are going to get you where you want to go. And you have the absolute ability to do so and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Yeah, Luke, this is so good. Thank you so much for helping us today. Both, uh, you know, really taking back our mind so that we can take back our life. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you. If you have been listening to the Toxic Person Proof podcast and think, gosh, there's really something different about this. There's something different about what Sarah's saying. Good, because there's so many people talking about narcissism and talking about understanding toxic relationships and too few people talking about building an amazing life after a toxic person encounter finding love, finding joy, finding that new career, finding a great relationship with your kids, finding yourself, finding your confidence. So if you love what you hear, then you would probably love the Wondrous Woman program, which is a program that I run to help people reconnect with what's right with them, become toxic person proof, and go on to design lives they're excited about living. So go to my website, sarahkramsey.com. Check out the tab on programs to find out more and then sign up for a call to see if the Toxic Person Proof Program and the Wondrous Woman Program is right for you. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, 
finding love and success after a toxic relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live, there's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.